0: hi it's greg and lucky and this is our podcast if you don't catch us from five to nine this is
1: what you missed look who returns the uh tornado chaser himself
0: holy cow lucky
1: back from uh from nashville and uh bit of a situation on your hands what night was the uh the night that the tornado hit uh that was
0: saturday um, we, so we, this was a hockey tournament in Nashville. We stayed in, in Nashville, the uh, Nashville area, Midtown, about, um, 10 minutes away from Broadway, which is the, the main stretch now of Nashville. Uh, but the tournament games were at arenas kind of all over. Mm. One of them was about 45, 50 minutes away in Clarksville, Tennessee, which was the epicenter of a touchdown of a tornado, wow. uh, that, uh, that had fatalities and a lot of injuries. Uh, we were, uh, at the game, the kids were on the ice, uh, and there are windows behind the, the, the benches. And, you know, someone had said they saw a lightning flash and the dark clouds had kind of come over. Uh, and they, you know, in the middle of the game, a buzzer went hmm. and, uh, you know, the convener of running the tournament kind of ran to the penalty boxes and explained to the coaches. And next thing you know, they were, uh, the kids were headed off the ice. We weren't really sure what the hell was going on. We had no idea.
1: We started thinking a shooter or something.
0: Well, that, not really. we had been told that there was... Uh, like, we watching the news because we had this drive. We knew that there was going to be bad weather. Right. We were expecting uh, rain, and the, like a, a storm, basically. But it's not tornado season there. Mm-hmm. So this was really kind of out of character for it all. Uh, no one was really expecting it. I think that's why the damage was, well... Th- th- was one thing but i think that's why the results of fatalities people weren't sheltering right um and so they they took the players back into the dressing rooms they took us into an area this was a big arena that um was also kind of built into a hill so it was actually built as like clarksville tennessee's bunker okay for the this so we were in the safest place possible Mm. it's just that we really had no clue what was going on it turned out that about 10-15 minutes away from where we were an F3 tornado went through with a like a a 70 mile swath of damage or something like that it was it was just it, it was really crazy but I Personally, I didn't witness a tornado twister going through and and see it all. We just saw a lot of the kind of damage left over after it.
1: Well, for the sake of the radio show, let's say that you not only saved your son and your yes. life, but you saved hundreds I, of other lives. I, I,
0: I ran into... <laughs> you fought the tornado <laughs> with your storm. fist. I, I blew <laughs> it in the other direction. See, I, the only thing we were blowing was <laughs> over the legal limit. <laughs> <laughs> As, I, I don't know. Like, I had I didn't know what to expect with Nashville. I'm not a country music fan, yeah. so uh, I, you know I figured we gotta go and see check out this Broadway and, yes. and uh, this stretch, which I can only personally equate to Vegas. Mm,
1: I've heard. Terms, yeah, it's, of it's crazy.
0: And, and and Vegas, if you've been, the casinos are all spread out mm-hmm. and, and in the sense that it's one long street, but it's a, it's a long block to get from casino to see, casino. Not Nashville. Mm. Like, this is a stretch, which means, like, your main road in any city. And on either side, like, figure hospital row, but everything is a bar. Right. And every bar has three or four levels, and every level has their own live band playing. And it is absolutely insane Mm. with people... They, They shut down things on a Thursday and a Friday night. They just let it go. It was... It was nuts.
1: So you left the boys, uh, all the kids back at the hotel playing mini yeah, sticks, basically, and the parents yeah. went well, out?
0: Let the, uh, oh, man, there were incidents in the hotel. That's a, another story. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, we kind of left them uh, to, to their own devices for a few minutes. There were a couple of parents that were were right. hanging around, and the hotel was out of the downtown district, so it was pretty quiet. Well, and you this didn't thing, all they out, do is on to their phones.
1: You didn't go out. You were doing stats. No, you were doing yes, doing stats, paperwork, I was... and
0: ordering pizza in. You know what? <laughs> You're bloody man came into my head at one point because (laughs) I was tired and I was like, I don't even really want to go out. Uh I just want to go to sleep. But I was like, if I go to Nashville and then have to tell Craig Van afterwards that I didn't even go to Broadway. So even from like 500 miles, thousands of miles away, you still
1: (laughs) goaded me if, going out, I, I wanted to check out Kid Rock's. And you had fun. Did you have fun? I had fun. Yes, yeah, yeah, I saw some things. Yes, that's what happens when you go out amongst the. Oh, is it really? If you had come back and said you had done nothing, I would have immediately <laughs> taken you to Lake Ridge and had your <laughs> penis removed because it's pointless having it. <laughs> I would have had your man card cut up. Right. And you would have just been a eunuch till the end of your days.
0: Oh, rooftop patio at Kid Rock's is something else, and you're overlooking all sorts of other bars and, yeah. and the craziness that's ongoing every floor. Like I don't get the Kid Rock's isn't the best in terms of design. You have to take an elevator to get up. Oh, really? Where you're going? So you got to kind of wait around. Do you have to shoot down a bunch of Bud Light cans to get no, the front door. No, in fact, I had a Bud Light at
1: Kid Rock's Good just to you. say screw you. Oh, but he sells them. Yeah, oh, they do. Isn't that shocking? It's amazing. Yeah, right. Oh, well, so did you see, like, any, uh, fistfights, any, uh, craziness going on in the streets? No, well, I don't, in it, beautiful you know, America? I, didn't, I didn't see that, that happening
0: necessarily. Uh, th- because literally, like, I think every police car that was on Saturday that ended up <laughs> chasing a tornado right. on Friday night was just lying in the streets. Like, uh, it, it's, it's insane. Mm. Like, it really is crazy. Um, so yeah, I didn't see a lot of. I mean, there are a lot of bachelorette parties going through. I think it's now the bachelorette capital is is uh, Nashville, hmm. um, and. It- and it wasn't all country either, because you know one of the bands was playing, like, passing by. They're playing Rage Against the Machine in there, it, so right. it, it is a, a very cool and scene to kind of take in. Go to uh, Grand Old Opry? Uh, no, I went to Opry Mills Mall, which apparently is close to the Grand Old Opry.
1: <laughs> you went shopping? Well, you we had to There's check it out. Right? There's my boy and his penis in his hand. <laughs> is it cool for someone to tell their spouse a secret? That a friend told them in confidence. Hmm. So if you've been in a serious relationship for a long time, maybe you've struggled with this. Is it acceptable or unacceptable for a person to tell their spouse a secret that a friend told them in confidence? Now, I guess if it was like um, they robbed a bank once and got away with it. Right. I would suggest keeping that to yourself. Yeah. Or if your best buddy shares with you over a beer that he had a one night stand, yeah, I think also good to keep to yourself because you don't want your spouse now looking badly upon.
0: True. Person. Right. Yeah. And. I mean, you know your, you should know your spouse Mm. enough of what, what they can keep secret Mm -hmm. and what they can't as well. Or will they judge people based on what they know?
1: And especially if they happen to know the spouse of the buddy who just told you he had the one.
0: Right. Fling. And really, it, it comes down to whether or not this will all fall back on you at some point. Right. <laughs> will, will will you get blowback because of this? <laughs> right, Like if you are told a secret about a friend of hers and don't show it mm. or don't share it, then uh, you, you're really hoping that that doesn't provide any blowback at some point.
1: I guess I would always, I probably would uh, keep to myself anything about somebody I knew. But I guess if I... Heard some juicy gossip about somebody she Well, that's it. what I mean. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. If you don't share that, yeah. and then it comes around that you knew about it.
1: Right. Whew. Yeah. Although very few people say it's always acceptable to tell your spouse something a friend told you in confidence. Right. And in confidence is the answer right there. Yeah. He didn't come up to you and say, hey, Lucky, tell Adrian about how I was boning the neighbor's wife. Yeah, (laughs) that's right.
0: (laughs) Some things are a need-to-know basis. Yeah. Yeah. Do Do you need to know
1: this? Why are you telling me this? About the same on the other side say it's never acceptable to reveal secrets. Numbers are mostly the same across both men and women. The main difference was based on age. Younger adults are more likely to be cool with telling their spouse everything, while older folks are more likely to keep their friends' secrets even from their partner. And I'll be honest about this. I I, I just I forget things. Right. Yeah. I mean I
0: I forget way too often the oh, conversations yeah. that we've we just had. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes it'll come out like, Why didn't you tell me this? I'm like I, I totally forgot.
1: Uh, the, for, I'll get, Maria will get home tonight, and at some point she'll say, did Mike have a good time in Nashville? And I'll say, I think so. Something about a tornado. Went through a tornado went to a bar. <laughs> That's, well, what, like, what did he do? What did he, I, I don't know. He was in Nashville with his son. What, what do you want? That's all I know got to get on my um, hockey helmet and my elbow pads because I'm going into the mall for the first time today. Oh, to this is something. when you start? Well, yeah, I'm off next week, but I thought I'd try to get some uh, out of the way. I mean, we've done a lot. A lot of stuff has been ordered online, but the bigger items, you know, stuff I get from Maria that we usually return, and then that's that. Right. <laughs> I like to uh, go and, uh, and dig through the, the bins <laughs> and uh, see what I can find. But, uh, you know, the Amazon and all of that is, I mean, of course it's terrific and it makes life so much easier, but there's, there's not a whole lot of feeling to it when you just no. go, Hey, what do you want? A new razor blade? All right. Tick, tick, tick. There it yeah. arrives at the door it the next here. day. So uh, I try to put a little effort into the, uh, to the gifts for, uh, for Maria. And then sometimes we'll, you know, I'll get last minute stuff for the kids or whatever. But, uh, yeah, I, I'll, uh, I'll start at the OC. Dig around there. Maybe wake my way up to the Pickering Town Center.
0: Wow. Sure. Not in one day. No. Probably. Probably. Next couple <laughs> that days. seems like a lot.
1: Yeah, I'm only good for <laughs> I'm only good for about an hour. Like I could go, I could go every day to the mall for about an hour or so. Okay. Like I, you know, I'll think, okay, I got to get this, and that'll be the focus. And once I've gotten that, I'm out of there. Again.
0: Right. I uh well when I was in Nashville yeah you know me I got to check out the mall and Well we shop. did it just because we had like 4 hours killing between some hockey games like all right well let's go check this out see what's see what's there but there's just nothing like everything is the exact same price as here oh yeah or close to and in US dollars right like for like golf balls I was in the, the sporting's a good store um, and, and golf balls are like fifty nine dollars US a hmm. dozen for for your Pro V ones, which is I think is the exact same price. Just happens to be in US dollars, right? So you're paying even more. You're paying so with the exchange, it's almost one and a half times. Yeah. Grocery store is, is ridiculous.
1: See, that's all changed, I guess, since COVID. Because when we were living on the border, there, I mean, you could go into the grocery stores in the states. That's what everybody did. We they were went running over for to the do the cheap that milk, cheap yeah. milk, and all that stuff.
0: No, things were, were except for beer. Yeah, of course. Two, yeah, yeah. Right? The right. you know the beer is 26 bucks a case or whatever. And yeah. You can get deals cheaper than that. But everything else you need, you're paying full pot.
1: Yeah. Are you all uh are you all done your shopping or you still got something to go? Still have something to go. Uh a,
0: a couple of things still uh, still to grab, but you know for the most part I I've, I've got at least got an idea of what we're doing on everything now.
1: Yeah, it's coming quick. It'll uh, it'll be here sooner than we expect. It always is the uh, the case. Christmas comes a lot faster when you're older than the, than it is when you're young. Because when you're young, you're just waiting to receive.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> a great
1: time. <laughs> it really is. Enjoy a little buggers. It doesn't last. Did you get an invite to your neighbor's Christmas party again this year? Well, you know what? It's okay to RSVP no to that. Oh. Yeah. You can politely decline invitation to holiday parties. It can also be good for your mental health. Most of us have accepted an invitation to an event that we didn't really want to go to because it seemed rude to say no. Like what if your boss
0: is throwing a Christmas party get together of his own outside of your staff Christmas party?
1: I think you have to attend Lucky. Okay. Just asking. Mm, For a friend? For a friend. With an open house situation, Mm. it's good because you can slide in and slide out. Yes. Have a drink and be gone. You're not sitting down for a meal. Right. Drop a deuce in his pooper and (laughs) head back home. Puke in his hot tub and off you go. He he got rid of the hot tub. Oh, really? Yes. Who gets rid of a hot tub? He didn't want it anymore. I don't know. He's got a nice little fire pit area there now. Okay. Lovely. Um. Yeah, and uh, so you can say no to the invitation, and uh, it also turns out that most hosts usually don't mind as much as we might think. You might assume that they'll uh, be disappointed or angry and are less likely to invite to future events. But that's not the case. I'm sure, yeah, most hosts are like, okay, good. One less, one less person.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, well, and that's it. If they're inviting, likely if they've gotten to you, I think it's our self-importance. If they've gotten to you, they've got a lot of other people that they've also invited. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like, we, we assume we were first on that list and we're going to so, oh, so disappoint them if we can't make it.
1: Yeah. And you know, I, I mean, pre-pandemic, I was always someone who was a little grossed out by group eating. That's why I've never liked buffets. Gotcha. And so the hovering over open food while everybody's grabbing crackers and the double dip, as we learned from Jason Alexander um, from George Costanza. And funny enough, I was talking to a guy the other day. And uh three people from his work were out with COVID because they had had a Christmas gathering where there was open food everywhere and people were milling and eating and talking. And he uh, was the only one who didn't get sick because he didn't go near the food because much like me, he was like, uh, I don't like this whole idea. And he just stood at the bar and drank. Right. See, alcohol <laughs> saves the day again. Speaking of alcohol, thank you to Marie Meyer. Oh, this lady every year sends us LCBO gift cards. She's so kind. She uh, many many years ago we uh, we helped her family uh, get a uh, a van for her daughter's uh, children. Who An were
0: accessible were van.
1: Dealing with all sorts of health issues, right? And um, there's three of them. Well, there's the three boys, Liam and Brandon, right? And Cameron. And Cameron, yeah. that's right. And, uh, and so this, this is going back. It had to be like 2015 or 16 or somewhere in there. We hadn't been doing this show for very long, I don't think, at I that
0: point. I, yeah, I don't remember exactly when.
1: But this, this lady, every year since, because she's so thankful that we helped them get this van. Every year she sends us an LCBO gift card and yeah, a card with an update with the boys, which yeah, is very nice. Very yeah. nice. So thank you very much. Now here is a little, uh, and I should tell her this: I haven't used any of them. What? Because you, I know I have them stacked up and I even asked at the LCBO one day because I was concerned that maybe they uh, you know run out of, uh, but they don't. They're good forever. Right. But I've been waiting to turn my basement room into my whiskey bar. Oh. And so I thought I'll keep them all because there's got to be about $300 in LCBO gift cards. I've got stacked up now.
0: Wait a minute. Have you been taking mine?
1: Well, no, do the math,
0: oh, I mean, if it, that's say true, it's true all those years, yeah, to
1: fifty bucks or 70, sometimes they were seventy five, yeah, how come it was only fifty this time, Marie? <laughs> um. Times are tight, man. Yeah, that's right. In this economy? Yeah. um, So I've been stacking them up thinking that one day when I do build the whiskey bar, I can go get some really nice whiskey. Mmm. Get a couple of really nice bottles. Okay. But, of course, that room is just a diamond storage unit now, so (laughs) LCBO will have gone out of business by the time I get around to building a whiskey bar. Mm. We were just uh, talking before 7 o'clock about uh, Christmas music that we love or hate got a few people saying they just can't stand the Mariah Carey song it's probably just cuz you hear it so bloody much but then some people were also sharing uh, some of the songs they do like and uh we had some one person say that they really like that driving home for christmas they dig that song okay dominic the donkey was also brought up and that's on repeat at the ven ranch we right. the story of dominic the, the donkey Will you be rolling out the Caribbean uh, Christmas music this year, Lucky? Uh the, the Mighty Sparrow, always. <laughs> he will, he will make his spot on the playlist. He's
0: like the Trinidadian Nat King Cole. <laughs>
1: uh there is a lot of really bad uh, Christmas songs. M- most of these I've never even heard of, but there's a list of about 20 of them. And I thought, well, if I actually wanted to put together like a, a great, worst Christmas song playlist of all time, this would probably be a, a good place to start, although it, it probably is already up on Spotify. I'm sure somebody's done it. Um, but the Christmas Shoes from a band called New Song. This was that, it came out oh, probably a decade or more ago now. And it's the, the story of a boy lining up to buy his dying mother her last pair of shoes. She's not okay. going to make it through Christmas Eve. Great. Tear jerker. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Dear Santa, bring me a man for Christmas. <laughs> The Night Santa Went Crazy. Uh, that's Christmas to Me. Christmas Tree. 21st Century Christmas. Last Christmas. There's some odd titled ones. Right. Uh, from John Denver. Please, Daddy, don't get drunk on Christmas. Wow. Santa Claus, the Original Hippie. Backdoor Santa from Bon Jovi. My goodness. I think I saw a movie on that. <laughs> cherry, Cherry Christmas from Neil Diamond. Snoopy's Christmas, Christmas with the Devil from Spinal Tap. Uh, and maybe the worst, most offensive Christmas song title of all time, Tiny Tim's Santa Claus has got the AIDS this year. Oh, my goodness. That's absolutely terrible. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> You're not going to hear that besides King Crosby anytime <laughs> soon. Holy cow. But um, Paul McCartney shows up on the list uh, actually twice. He's got the Rudolph the red Nose Reggae and All right. he's got the wonderful Christmas time. And this song drives a lot of people nuts. Uh, it, it, polarizing, right? Yeah. Yeah. You either love it or hate it. So some musicologist decided to uh, explain why you either love it or hate it. First up is the structure or lack thereof. The song's verse, chorus, verse structure is simple to a fault. At the same time, he says the song's harmonic patterns are complex. He said the chords are deep and jazzy, drawing on rich harmonic vocabulary of the 1940s and 50 pop music when most of the current holiday uh, music cannot and was not composed. Um, The synth. Paul recorded the song with a synthesizer that was pretty new at the time. And so some find it staccato, harshy. I find that annoying.
0: Although, I mean, I'm neither here nor there on it. I've heard it so many times. Mm. I, I think... Any of the Christmas songs, you hear them once around the the holiday time. Even the ones you don't like, you can tolerate it. The problem with it is that it's just nonstop everywhere you go. Right. Over and over. And it's not just like the week of and before Christmas now. It is months.
1: August. (laughs) Um, Oh, yeah, you know what? I read something wrong here. I was going on about the chords being deep and jazzy like that of the 40s and 50s pop music when most of the current holiday music was composed. Oh, okay. Not not composed, was composed. The lyrics, they're simple and repetitive. They don't say much other than we're here tonight and that's enough. And, of course, he repeats simply having a wonderful Christmas time like 17 times during the song, which can be maddening.
0: Yeah, I, I find last Christmas the same kind of annoyance in it.
1: Is the, that the, the wham? wham one? Yeah. Yeah. I watched a documentary recently on uh, George Michael and you forget how unbelievably talented he was as a, as a singer. That, that, uh, that moment he showed up with Elton John and they both did Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me. Right, yeah. Oh my God, he could belt out a tune. Right. Well, I, and I
0: guess, like, when it comes to the Christmas ones though, they can really you know, monetize these
1: things, mm-hmm. right? Oh, huge. Mariah Carey's made a whole career. Well, yeah, like millions. Yeah. Well, Paul McCartney, it is estimated on oh, It's a Wonderful Christmas Time, pulls in just on that song alone every single year, 400 to 600,000. Come on. On just that one tune.
0: <laughs> he is having a wonderful Christmas time.
1: <laughs> Rock Mornings
0: with, with Craig Venn and Lucky. 94-9. The Rock.